try to be too cool hey you guys it's lovely Michaela Mickey McKay here I am today on my first podcast episode one season one um please excuse me I am getting over a little bit of a virus right now and I'm sipping on a butterscotch latte rather than like a ginger and lemon tea what I really which is what I really need but um anyways yeah welcome to my podcast this is my first one you guys i have been talking about this for dumb long i'm fake i know whatever um i actually i'm hoping to get a co-host my sans donnie hopefully he will you know want to be my permanent co-host we'll see about that um but yeah today i just i have a couple of topics i'm gonna try to hurry up and make this really quick because nobody wants to sit and listen to an hour-long podcast right So what I'm going to talk about today, three things I'm going to talk about. Um, Number one I'm going to talk about is Cardi B and Offset. That whole fiasco is crazy. Um, I have, I ordered these really awesome caps that I'm super excited to um, sport from Hella Caps, um, a a brand out of the Bay Area. So I'm really excited to talk about that. And then also I just want to give like a little, like I had written a blog that was kind of controversial a while ago. Um, I deleted it, which I do regret. Um, And I don't even want to say it was controversial because like 10 people saw it and they're like, they're all friends. So they probably were just talking amongst themselves. But um, I want to address that and just kind of like give a little bit of background about myself because I do deem myself a dating blogger and I know some people kind of are like, what? So, um, yeah, those three things I did want to talk about, <clears throat> but, um, basically, like, sorry, I just got dis- distracted because my sister came in in her bathing suit or this bodysuit thing. She looking real body. <laughs> anyway, um, follow her on Instagram, Alex the Great. But anywho, yeah, so I want to talk about those three things. Offset, Cardi B, Hella Caps, and, you know, Michaela and dating. Uh, so let's start with Cardi B and Offset. Um, again, I do deem myself a dating blogger, but I, but I am no means by any means a dating expert. The moment that I get a ring on my finger is when I'm going to be like, I'm going to change my Instagram name to Lovely Michaela, the dating expert. But until then, I'll just continue to be Lovely Michaela, the dating blogger. Um, yeah, so Cardi B and Offset, man, like, all right. So basically the background about this is that Cardi B and Offset, they got engaged back in October of 2017. Um, they are basically your hood ratchet, like, poster couple. Um, I personally love, fucking love Cardi B to the moon and back. Like, when I first, I didn't find her, I didn't figure her, I, I mean, what am I trying to say? I did not um, get introduced to Cardi B from reality television, I don't watch TV. I actually stream my TV because I like to kind of like control what I watch. Um, and so I did not hear her about her from 
reality TV, I was actually sitting in my sister's car and my sister played her and I was like, whoa, this beat is hard. She's hard. Like I, she's a woman and I really need like, I really need me an anthem. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I was just like, ooh, Cardi B. Like, I, after that, I downloaded every mixtape, learned every word. Like, and ever since then, like, Motorsport, um, yeah, um, Kama Sutra, La Modelo, um, Bardier, Bardier Cardi. Like, all of her singles that have come out and that she's featured on, like, I have just been, like, dumb, dumb in love with them. Hold on, my girl's calling me Brigitte. She, hey, Brigitte, you're on my podcast. Oh, my goodness. Yes, I had to pick up because I know right now you're transitioning into school and you're like doing all of your like packing and traveling and stuff. So I did answer on the podcast. Yes, but I have to call you because I read that you were a little under the weather. Yes, girl, you know what? I might have um, played that a little bit to my boss, but yeah. I took it. So I was just calling to check on my pookie. I'm okay, girl. You know, I'm still getting over this little cold I've been having since um, New Year's. Just getting over it. But um, thank you for checking in. I love you. I love you, too. Just call me later. You know, I'm just going to be here packing. Okay, girl. Ooh, you packing airs with this. So excited, you guys. She's going to college. Okay, boo. I'll call you after my podcast. Okay, call me. Bye. So, anywho, um, yeah, Offset, Cardi B, they got engaged in October. They're like your hood ratchet poster couple. Um, I love Cardi. Downloaded everything she got. I'm on it. Like, I'm, like, white girls on NBA basketball players. Like, that's my chick. I'm super, super juiced. Like, to find, I found out that she's going to be at Coachella, and I'm going to be at Coachella. So, that was crazy to find out because, like, that was just the icing on the cake. Like, I was only expecting Beyonce. They was like, oh, yeah, Cardi B's going to be there. Eminem's going to be there. SZA's going to be there. Migos. Like, all these people. Miguel. Like, oh, gosh, I've touched Miguel's chest before, so we have met. Anyway, um... Yeah, so basically they're just like this really cute couple. I think they're only so cute because Cardi B is so cute and Cardi B's story of being an underdog and where she is today and where she started off is just like a really awesome story. Um, and and I honestly think that like that's the only reason why the Offset thing is even like popping because if it was another person, like it would just be some regular, regular with Offset. But anyways, um... <clears throat> So I guess a video had surfaced a few months ago of Offset and some girl naked in his hotel. Um, Cardi let it slide, so, you know, Barty Gang let it slide. Um, then another video surfaced a few days ago um, of another girl, a different girl, with Offset. So everybody's kind of challenging Cardi right now, and it's kind of like, well, sis, what are you going to do? Don't get comfortable. You quick to cut a nigga off. Well, sis... <laughs> right so basically she had um she had took to twitter and she has said a few things that obviously you know how it is um you take to twitter you say something and then your publicist is like my nigga what did you just do so then you delete it you feel me but u.s magazine caught it before it got deleted oh you know <laughs> you know what i'm saying uh u.s U.S. Magazine caught it before it could be completely deleted. So, um, 
yeah so everyone's just like what are you gonna do like we want to know what's going on and so cardi took to twitter she said why is it a problem that i want to take my time with a decision on my relationship um why do i have to explain myself i don't ask y'all why you still with that man that lives with his mom that don't pay your bills since when you guys have perfect relationships one of cordy's fans had pointed out that some women look up to you cardi um, and she replied, why do people look up to me for it? Why are people expecting me to have a perfect life? I'm not perfect. Neither is my life. Stop looking for other people's life to look up to. Okay, I'm going to address that in a minute. But then on Facebook, um, I may be pronouncing this name wrong. I do apologize, Kenny. But Kenny Ume, Ume or Yume, I'm so sorry. He had an interesting like kind of post that I had responded to and I thought it was um <clears throat> there's different perspectives on this and I thought that like his perspective was really interesting and so he said I'm sorry ladies Cardi B failed you guys I was rocking with her too but when is it okay to get cheated on hashtag what planet are we on hashtag not in my lifetime hashtag res respect snatched um and so firstly I want to address Kenny's comment that killed me because <sighs> he's a male and he's saying this to about women, to women, not about women, but he's saying this to women, not knowing what it feels like to walk in a woman's shoes and to be in a relationship or to be dating and going through all of these dead relationships to find a guy and think that this guy is the one and then to find out that he's not. Um, and it is apparent that Cardi B, she said, I, I what do you guys want me to do? You want me to, I'm going to have to start all over again. And. The thing is, is that that is a lot of people's reality when they contemplate leaving a relationship, a serious relationship. It's like, now I have to start all over again. I don't want to do that. And that is why a lot of people actually never leave a relationship. Um, and so because Cardi B is a public figure and she's like, why are you guys looking up to me? Blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, Cardi, you are a public figure now. You make music. You're on Instagram every day. You're on TV every day. You're if I turn on my TV and you're in my household, every channel, then yeah, I'm gonna be a little bit nosy and want to be checking for you and what you're doing. And yeah, my kid might latch on to you and start to copy you. And yeah, that is a um, a parent's responsibility to raise their children right, and it is people's responsibility to have their own mind. But we don't have a standardized protocol for that. That's not a universal knowledge. It's not a universal thing that we implement. There's no way to implement it. Therefore, people are going to look up to you simultaneously. That can't be controlled. The reason why you make records, the reason why you're on the billboards is because people look up to you. If you want people to stop looking up to you, then your records are not going to sell and you're not going to make the billboard charts. You're not going to win any awards. So that's one thing. Um, accept that. People who are in the who are public figures and who become famous and we give our money to you because we're consumers and we buy whatever it is you're selling, get used to the fact that we are gonna be all up in your business. We're gonna have an opinion about everything. Just like we got an opinion about our cousin Junebug down the street. We got an opinion about you too, boo-boo, especially because we paying your bills. So again, I love Cardi B. I'm just saying, like, it really kills me where when a famous people they they something fucks up in their life and then when we want to talk about it and we want to comment on it they're mad like why this is my personal life like no actually it's not anymore you gave that up so that I don't have any sympathy um but what I will say is that I understand why Cardi B isn't so quick to just break up with Offset and start all over and move on 
um me personally i'm single y'all know i don't have no tolerance for not shit so if it were me yes i would have broke up with him the first time period and you definitely not going to embarrass me in front of my father so um definitely would have broken up with him but i'm a i'm a different type of person like i'm a female who I'm an only child. I have been doing everything by myself for the longest time. I'm okay with being alone. I go to the movies alone. I go eat out by myself. I do a lot of things by myself. I'm okay with being alone. I have. I know who I am as a person. I've gotten to know myself. Not to say that Cardi B hasn't, but some women, they can't be alone. They need to be, like, they need to be in a relationship. They need to be talking to someone. They need to be dating someone. And I'm not saying that's Cardi's situation, but if it is, I understand. Um, and again, like, we need to look at different factors here. Cardi B is 24, 25 years old. Cardi B's last boyfriend was in jail. He's in jail still. Um, you know, you got to look at stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, you need to look at where she's from, right? She used to be a stripper. So, and, I, and, and I'm saying this because you have to think about the experiences that she's had and the, and the type of situations that she's used to and accustomed to being in. So where... Honestly, from my standpoint, Cardi B took this pretty calmly. She just was like, she came on to her, on her face, on her Instagram live. And, you know, she was like, <clears throat> I woke up happy today. I'm all about good vibes. You know, that's what she had to say. And I think that that is probably because Cardi B been here before. This isn't new. That's why she said, what you want me to do? Stop, start all over and let it happen again because it's happened in the past. So the thing about Kenny's comment was, is that guys sometimes have a habit of like hopping on and saying something like that without reflecting on, well, let me think about what this woman has been through previously. If she's been through a whole bunch of cheating and then this guy is the one guy that put a ring on her finger and he cheated too. And if you take, if you take, if you do a data analysis and you pull from her population of men, they're all cheaters. And this might have been the best one. That's her fucking reality. You feel me? Now, yes, she can just say, like, I want to start all over. F this. I'll just, if I'm not going to settle, I'll be alone, whatever. But that's a big leap to take. Because when you take that leap of faith and say, I'd rather be alone than let somebody treat me bad, I'll wait for that person. And you take that leap there is a good chance that you will be alone forever and you have to be okay with that. Not to say that's really going to happen because I really in my heart believe there's someone for everyone and sometimes I go on these little emotional tangents on Facebook, but don't mind me. I honestly believe there's someone there's someone for everyone, but you still have to talk yourself up to know like there may not be, but you got to be a strong boss about it. You know what I'm saying? And so not every female can take that leap and be content and not be anxious and not get fidgety and have to like go talk to some guy or something like that not every female can just sit idle when it comes to dating and men so that may be why she wasn't just like fucking i'm gonna start all over well she has started all over when is it when she won't have to start all over you're asking her to start all over why for the betterment of other little girls in the in the country that's watching her why is that her responsibility again this is a contradiction of itself because i just said you're a public figure blah 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 now it's not your as a public figure you don't you don't have listen you're a public figure, but that doesn't mean that you have to be a perfect role model as a public figure. You're a public figure. As long as you know that, that's all that matters. Now, what you decide to do with your public figureness is up to you. It, you don't have to be nobody's role model. You could just be a public figure, but know that people are going to talk about you and you're going to be in everybody's mouth majority of the time. 
that was just my thing when I when I was addressing that. But I'm not necessarily saying that public figures have a job to or they have an obligation to be my goddamn role model because that's not true. Not at all. Um what I'll also say is why is it that we did get a little we did give <clears throat> why is it that everybody is giving Cardi B all this backlash but nobody's like offset? Why are you you know, no one is getting that offset. That makes me mad too because excuse me, I'm getting over a cold like I uh, mentioned previously. That gets on my nerves too because everybody's like, Cardi, make a decision. Cardi, make a decision. Da, 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 da. But nobody's like, Offset, why are you cheating? Offset, why you got bitches naked in your home? You know, like no one is like questioning Offset. I mean, on my timeline, I haven't seen it. Maybe because I'm not following Offset. That could be literally why. Listeners, please comment. If that's why, then let me know. But no one's questioning Offset. What also bothers me is that I feel like Jay-Z did not get as much backlash either like his backlash was Beyonce didn't get no fucking backlash at all like okay so Beyonce didn't get any backlash and it bothers me because how do I explain this um it bothers me because if you have a five-year-old child and you have a 10-year-old child and they're siblings and the five-year-old does something to piss the 10-year-old off and the 10-year-old takes revenge and does the same thing back to the five-year-old. Usually, we hold the 10-year-old more accountable than the five-year-old because the 10-year-old is more mature, more experienced, and older and knows more and knows better than the five-year-old, right? Okay. In my instance, and to me, in this instance, Beyonce and Jay-Z are the 10-year-old and Cardi B and Offset are the 5-year-old. First of all, Offset and Cardi B have been together for like I, five seconds, okay? They are hella young. Cardi B is 25 years old, 24, 25, not 26, can't be older than 27. She just, she just came out in 2018 as a mainstream artist. So... Why is it that we're holding this chick to such a high goddamn standard that we didn't even hold Queen B to is what kills me. I feel like if we are to question anybody at this point in time, it should be Beyonce and Jay-Z because there are, okay, I'm not saying that they are our model relationship, but a lot of people be like, goals, 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 I whatever, you know, if that's your goal, that's your goal, but if we're talking about what's trending right now, we're talking about what's happening on social media, everybody's putting goals under Jay-Z and Beyonce. So for me, when it came out and he admitted that he had cheated, that illusion for me was killed, right? That's no longer goals, but still no one is saying, hey, like no one is holding them accountable for that, but we're holding Cardi B accountable single-handedly without even holding Offset accountable. And I just think like, wow, it's really hard and tough to be a stripper, man telling you um I do feel like she gets a lot of like backlash for being a stripper like I just feel like why are we not holding queen bee to this and mind you I love Beyonce to the like I am not a diehard I'm not gonna die for Beyonce but I will put on a bee costume for Beyonce okay so you know I was just like when I when I saw that happening to Beyonce and Jay-Z I just kind of was like I didn't really even pay too much attention to it. I am a dating blogger and I, I'm sure like my C-suite team really wanted me to write about it, but I was just like, I'm not going to write about this because I'm just over this dialogue. 
like I am over this cheating stuff, this marriage cheating and blah, blah, blah. Like they're normal just like everybody else. Like they're not, but they are. And the thing is, is like, yeah, we should be, I don't know. I just felt like, why, why are you even surprised with this offset Cardi B stuff? Like I'm not, I wasn't even surprised. Like I've been hearing about this for like weeks and I haven't commented on it not once, but finally I feel like commenting on it. Cause I'm just like, why are you guys even surprised? It's weird to me. Um, anyway, I did do a hat reveal on my Instagram live. I did save it. It's still up. It'll be up for 24 hours. So check it out. I ordered three caps. I would have ordered like twice as many caps, <clears throat> but a lot of them were sold out. But, um, a friend of mine, Teresa, she, um, she is the owner and founder and designer and creative director and all things, everything of hella caps. Um, yeah, she is bomb. Her hats are bomb. Like, bro, I'm juice. Like, I had hit her up a little bit before Christmas because I wanted to, you know, get some hats for myself for Christmas. And then I was like, I got on the website and I was like, damn, I can't even make a decision. And I end up ordering like two or three weeks after Christmas just simply because, or what am I saying? Christmas just passed, but like probably a week or so after Christmas because it took me that long to decide and narrow down what I wanted. But anyhow, I will post these on my Instagram. They're on my Instagram live right now. I will post them on my Instagram too. It's like photos of them. They're super cute. I got three. One's black um, and it says hella in white writing. Um, it's just like it's simple but classy. Um, and it just is the Bay. It's like Bay Area all Bay Area-esque. Like I'm from the Bay. So this is our tagline. Hella. Hashtag hella, 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 hella. Um, and then there's a nude hat. It's like a nude tan hat and the writing is really cute. It's like a brown writing on there, but it's like, it's cute because the nude and the brown go really good together. And this one says niggas love nudes and it's perfect because the nude, the hat is nude. So it's just super cute. And then I got a white hat with, um, black writing on it and it says queen because I am a queen. I really love these hats. Um, they're so freaking cute. They're really good material. Like these are like those cute caps. Like I don't know how to explain it. Like even the strap in the back. Because I'm, I'm not a fan of hats. I never wear hats. I actually wear my hair natural. If you follow me on Instagram. You know I wear my hair natural. And obviously a hat cannot fit on my head. Um, <clears throat> but these hats were just so freaking cute and like full of personality that I really wanted to purchase and also I wanted to support Teresa um but the hats are just hella cute like they're not the normal like hats that I don't like like I don't know like the trucker hats I don't know how to explain it but these are just really really cute um the strap in the back is extra cute I really love the way they have the strap in the back um and the material is really really good material like these are the kind of hats, like, these will last a long time. You, if you need to wash them, you can throw them in the wash. They're not going to, like, change its shape or anything like that because I know, like, hats often do that. Um, and they won't, like, come unraveled if you wash them. It's just really good material, actually, like, really, really good. I'm not surprised, though. It's Teresa. Um, but, yeah, they're really cute. I'll probably wear them. Um, the soonest I'll wear them is spring because it's raining right now and it's ugly outside and just like I want to wear these like with cute bright outfits. So, um, 
yeah i will you will see these for sure in spring but if you want to see them asap they'll be on my instagram for sure cannot wait super excited to wear them thank you so much Teresa. um if you have friends that are starting businesses definitely support them i personally feel like your friends should be the first to support but they never are really um and when i saw the hats i was just really juiced and i just really was like proud of her and i just wanted to support her so when I messaged her, I was like, girl, where do I, um, send me the link so I can purchase my hats. And I wanted to pay full price for them because I know how hard it is to get your friends to support. Like, strangers support you more than your friends do a lot of the time. So, um, I wanted to pay full price for them, but she was just, like, super sweet and she had a discount code for me. So, I really appreciated that. Um, please don't expect a discount code, guys. I'm sure she just was just being really nice. Um yeah but pay full price for them because they're worth it and i think i they were like 20 22 no more than 22 bucks <clears throat> loved it love them um again they're called hella caps shop hella caps at gmail.com www.hellacaps.com or instagram at shop caps.com so i love those yes um and so like i'm just now starting to really like blog again um, I've like had writer's block and I've just kind of been trying to figure out what I'm gonna do um, as far as like my podcast vlogging and blogging go and so vlogging is hard I'm in school right now I'm in grad school for a master's in public administration and I'm working and I'm dealing with a lot of family stuff and my work is kind of high, high demand and so is school and my family stuff so you know making a making youtube videos is really really hard because like it's you know you you sit there for like an hour doing your makeup you spend like maybe just as much time on your hair a little less um you know and then like setting up the lights and the camera and getting it all like um you know focused and all that stuff it takes a really really long time and it takes even longer to edit so um it just has been hard for me and that that's why i haven't been able to get any content out to you guys as frequently as i would want consistently as i would want um so i think podcasting is going to be a really great way for me to do that um and so i think what i'm going to do is videos are going to happen in the summertime and then i will do podcasts like other like opposites and then my blogging just ugh, I'll have to fit it in when I can fit it in um yeah so um to start off my new blogging segment on my podcast I want to address like a blog I had made on my online blog at www.lovelymichaela.com that's l-o-v-e-l-e-e-m-i-c-h-a-e-l-a.com um <clears throat> I since de then deleted the blog, but it was a blog about a situation that happened between myself and two other people, a guy and a girl. Um, the girl was like in my kind of, I guess she was an acquaintance in a really close circle of mine. And um, I had dated the guy and then we didn't talk anymore because he had given me a type of ultimatum when it came to like being intimate. I wasn't ready and he was like, you know, I don't, I'm not going to be with someone who doesn't want to when I'm ready so whatever so um and then we didn't talk but then he ended up dating this girl and then I ended up finding out in the not so awesome way and um I guess like I wrote about it because not because I wanted to like call these people out or because I wanted to like take revenge or anything not of that nature whatsoever I it just really bothered me 
um the whole like ult ultimatum that I was given bothered me because like you know I always feel like we're human beings first before we're anything else before we're gender we're human and so when you meet another human being you treat them with respect you are you know careful with them you're not careless with them and so it bothered me because I liked the guy and I felt like you know intimacy should not be rushed it should be something that takes time and, and especially if you like care for the person you want it to be um at the right time this and you know whatever so um that bothered me for a really long time and it changed my pr it did not change but it um it shaped my perspective on guys and dating for a couple of years after the fact and so when I had found out about the two dating it it was like um really really bothered me because I didn't know if I was really over the guy I had not assessed that like I had not like um dealt with that and then also it bothered me because I had been in a similar situation where I had been that girl that was interested in a guy that had talked to someone in my circle and you know he said he didn't and she said he did and so a lot of the time sometimes not all the time I don't know who was telling the truth if he was telling the truth or, or she was telling the truth but that wasn't the important part to me what was important to me was to ask her hey or, or to go to her and say hey I value our relationship if I talk to this guy will it mess it up if so I don't want to pursue him and so um she was like, I don't care. I actually think you guys would be cute together. And she was actually able to give me some tips and pointers, you know, <clears throat> while talking to the guy. So um, when it had happened to me and I was not given the same courtesy, I was kind of offended. Um, but I realized that I don't have a right to be offended. I don't have a right to be mad because the guy had told me, honestly, he was like, well, I can't help who I like. Which you liked me when you thought you could but anyway so um it just like that is true you cannot help who you like and if that if he genuinely likes her and she genuinely likes him then I think that like of course obviously they should be together and they should talk I think my biggest thing was just that like I was kind of overlooked like girl we ain't gonna talk about this kind of thing so that was that I wrote the blog I don't regret it I don't regret it because the situation helped me realize where I stood with this girl, right? Like, I thought that maybe we were more than we were, but we weren't. So that allowed me space and opportunity to write the blog. Because if it had been someone that I valued a relationship with, I know they would have come to me the way that I came to my girlfriend in the past. So um, her not, like, ever bringing it up to me or ever talking to me about it or anything like that let me know, like, hey, she doesn't value our relationship. So it's fine for me to express myself the way that I normally do on my personal blog because that's what you do on your personal blog. You talk about personal things that, that deal with the genre of which your blog consists of, which my genre is dating. So um, it only made sense that I would talk about a dating, a prominent dating experience that I had that shaped the way that I went about things after the fact of that experience. Now, if it had been something that didn't shape my experience, I wouldn't share it, you know, because I'm not going to just share any tea. No, I just felt that that was a huge lesson I had learned and I wanted to share the lesson I had learned. And the lesson I had learned was, is that, you know, if you're not ready, you're not ready, Michaela, and you don't have to rush it. And the right time will happen and the right person will. And, you know, you missed out on that but it wasn't like you missed out on something great right because your great thing will come when it's your time and you you feel comfortable 
was kind of the lesson that I took from that. Um, and so I wrote about it. And so, um, like, you know, obviously those two individuals did not like that I had written about it. I didn't like that it had happened. So, um, I know this sounds really bad, but like, I'm not trying to like spill tea on people, right? That's not my job. Like, that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to be like a journalist and go after people and write about their personal lives and like tear them to pieces. And like, if I meet a guy and we date, I'm not going to go on my blog and talk about him. No. Now, if the guy is like horrendous to me, like, yeah, probably. But again, you're, we're human beings. You shouldn't be hor horrendous to another human being. Does it make any sense? And I think a lot of guys like in my circle, they're like skeptical of dating me because they're like, I don't want to end up on your blog. Well, it's like, don't be an asshole. And you probably won't end up on my blog. Literally, like, trust me, some guys have done some asshole shit and they have yet to be talked about. So like, that's how my whole thing is like people are like skeptical but it's like well if you're not guilty then and you you have a moral compass that's pretty legit like you shouldn't have anything to worry about right like right okay so anyways um I just wanted to say that <clears throat> kind of what my content will consist of is kind of just like my experiences but only if there's something that I've learned a serious lesson from it's prominent it's something that's 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 Sarah that's in it's um what am I trying to say it's uh marinating within and I just need to talk about it then I'm going to blog because it's kind of like my my like little public diary so um yeah I was asked like why did you have to blog well because it's my blog and that's what I do is I blog <laughs> um and just like and I just I don't know like I might um cut this blog short and make it into two parts because I do want to share another like kind of um a kind of and I'm gonna try to cut this short uh I just want to share a piece about myself and about dating and why like I'm so obsessed with dating um and talking about dating and sharing my dating experiences and hearing of other dating experiences is because I was a late bloomer when it come came to dating I didn't have my first real boyfriend until I was about 20 21 years old um I had my first kiss in high school in the 10th grade it was horrible and that was like my first and last kiss until my actual boyfriend at the age of 20 um and so I was raised by my father um and so like yeah I I know how to be a domesticated woman and I know how to be a nurturing woman but as far as like the because you know I had to take care of my dad like my dad took care of me but I also took care of him in a sense because he was a single father and he was a man and so um, but when it came to like flirting and things like that, or like just maneuvering around men in a dating context, I have, have and had no skills in that. Um, and so when I became an AKA, because like when I first became, got in college, I had a boyfriend, so I didn't really have a lot of friends. It was just me and my boyfriend. Um, he was kind of like a loner, so... Sometimes when you end up dating someone who doesn't like to do anything, you end up not doing anything, which was whatever. Um, <clears throat> so, um, yeah, I, did, I just didn't hang out hang out with a lot of guys when I got to college. Um, and then when I became an AKA, and then there were all of these guys at one time, all of a sudden, and it was a lot for me. Um, and I remember, like, when I first became an AKA, 
my profites were telling me like don't um don't don't be too quick to like be all up in these guys face because you know like frat guys are they can they can be messy like some of them are messy some of them will sleep with you your line sister your neo your profite and your story down the street so um just be careful right and so like and I would always hear like, and I would see this happen in movies and I would hear about this happening. Like a girl would go upstairs with a guy and just to hang out. And then all of a sudden him and the, all of a sudden he's telling everybody they had sex and the girl's like, no, we didn't. I don't know if these things really happen or not, but I didn't want that shit to happen to me. So I was like that girl that was like, I'm not going upstairs with no guy. I'm not going to be alone with any of these guys. And so because you know, everybody was just like trying to Mac, like, I don't know, everybody was trying to Mac and it was just like, like that flirtatious vibe all the time. And so for me, I wanted to set a boundary to where I wanted to say like, hey, I want you to respect me as a woman first and as like a soror first or as an AKA first, not as like a piece of meat first. So, and like, even in high, like when I was in middle school, like I would always, you know, they would play that game. I think it was catch him, go get him or something. I don't remember what it was called, but like the guy would grab the girl's butt and run away. And, like, girls would be like, no, don't do that. But to me, it seemed like they liked it. Like, they would say no because they didn't want to look bad. But at the same time, they liked the attention. And so the guys would keep doing it because <coughs> it seemed like the girl wasn't really meaning it. Well, I didn't like that. I didn't like being touched. I didn't want you to touch me inappropriate. So my no was really like a no. Like, I had a stank attitude. Like, it was really a no. So when I got to college and I became an AKA and I was around all of these guys, I had difficulty finding balance between being flirtatious and friendly and, and being assertive and setting boundaries for my personal space. And I feel like as a woman, usually they can do all of those things at one time without being standoffish. But me, I, I had difficulty with that. And I didn't mean any harm. And it wasn't that like, oh, I thought I was better. But it was just that like, oh, this causes me a little bit of anxiety because there's a lot of guys around. Or like this guy is like, what is he? Is he trying to be my friend? Or is he trying to date me? Or what's he trying to do? Because... You know, like usually when a guy comes up to you as an adult now at 28, almost 29, I expect for a guy to come up to me and let me know what he's interested in. So if a guy comes up to me, he's going to like have a conversation with me. It's a friendly conversation or he's going to maybe ask for my number so that he can ask me out. Well, it was a little different when we're younger and we're like 21, 22, 23. It's just I didn't get the signals. I didn't understand. So I would get anxiety and I would shut down. So to guys, I was being a stuck up bitch. And so I had to like face that music eventually when I was at a pool party and this Kappa was, he was drunk and he was like, you're a bitch. <laughs> and I remember this because I cried so bad on the way home. I was just crying. He just kept saying, he's like, you're a bitch, you're a bitch, you're a bitch. You don't have any friends. I was like, I have hella friends. And he was like, they're all girls. I was like, but to me, I thought that that's what it was supposed to be. In a sorority, you're supposed to be there to make more girlfriends and more sisters. So in my head, I was like, well, what I'm here for anyway is to do community service, graduate and make hella friends with my sorors. So when he had said that to me, I was like, okay, my focus this whole time has been like on the, 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 like, I want to, you know, network and build a sisterhood. And I've like, kind of like, wasn't good at the flirtatious being, you know, being a cute girl with the guys thing. So I shut that down and I like focused more on what I was good at, which was being friendly with women. And so, um, you know, I didn't know all of this at the time, right? I'm reflecting on it now and I realize like where I am and where I was then. And so on my way home after he had like, you know, bitched me out, 
<clears throat> I cried. I cried all the way home. And I just felt like, oh my God, why is this guy making it seem like I'm this horrible, mean person? Like, that's not my the case at all. I just, I just don't know how I'm supposed to interact with these people. Um, and there are, like, some guys, like, I made very good friends with, and I still, till this day, like, respect them 100%, but they were more older, and they were more mature, and they knew, like, oh, she's not, she's just not that, that female, that, that, that girl at the kickback, that friendly, overly friendly girl, she's just, like, chill, like, just kick it, like, one of the guys kind of not, like, when you try to start flirting with me and stuff, it's bad. Like, it's going to be bad. Unless you are going to literally make your intentions clear and say, like, hey, I'm flirting with you right now, but we about to, I'm about to take you on this date or I'm interested in you. I'm going to be, I'm not going to know what's going on. Because I'm a very literal person, so I need someone to literally explain it to me. Or, like, to be very clear and very open. But if you, like, are flirting and you're, like, kind of playing mouse and cat, I'm not going to get it. And so I'm just going to shut down because I'm like, this is weird. I feel uncomfortable because I don't know what's going on. I feel like my mind is being played with, so I'm going to just bye. And so two guys that was standoffish and stuck up. And so um, if ever you were wondering, that is the story of Michaela. Basically, this is a really long podcast, so let me go. But yeah, that just kind of explains it like um, if I ever came off as a bitch to you as a male within the Greek community, like I don't apologize for that because that wasn't my intention. <laughs> I mean, I just I I'm I get I'm not sorry because I, I wasn't doing anything wrong. I just that's just how I grew up. It was just me and my dad and me and my girlfriends. It wasn't like I didn't ever have a whole bunch of guy friends. So maneuvering around men was not something that came naturally to me. You know, um, yeah. So that's the story of me. Check it out. Yeah. Anyway, this is my podcast, Lovely Michaela's Podcast. I don't know what the name is going to be. Um, I'm actually going to take to Instagram live and see if people will help me with a name. Um, but I don't have a name for this podcast. So if you have a name for this podcast, like I would love to, um, I would love to hear it. So please vote or like, I don't know, just DM me and tell me like, if you have an idea of what my podcast can be called or some names, just DM them to me. I would love to hear them. Um, but I am wrapping up this podcast now. It was great. You guys love you so much. And um, yeah, I will be back. I have some awesome... Um, I have some awesome people that I'm going to be bringing on the show. I know for sure Cash Campaign is definitely going to be on soon um he's an r&b artist in the bay area he's super super dope very creative individual he definitely has like a different sound that um i just don't hear too often so definitely fond of his music and he will be on the show i did do a piece on him on you can find that at csweetmusic.com that's csweetmusic.com um, you can find all things Lovely Michaela related at www.lovelymichaela.com. That's L-O-V-E-L-E-E-M-I-C-H-A-E-L-A. You can find me at lovelymichaela underscore 
on Instagram. That's L-O-V-E-L-E-E-M-I-C-H-A-E-L-A underscore. On Twitter, you can find me at Lovely Michaela. That's L-O-V-E-L-E-E-M-I-C-H-A-E-L-A. Welcome to the Bay. Till next time.